We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Darnell Mayberry, who covers now, but covers the Bulls for the Athletic. Yeah. Was our, thund- was our Thunder beat writer in those days. Darnell's on deadline. We're sitting around waiting on Russell Westbrook. The Thunder had a couple of open chairs in the locker room. Darnell sits in one and is finishing up his story. And Westbrook's sitting there finishing, getting dressed. And he looks across the room and yells, hey, Darnell, no sitting in that chair. So Darnell Mayberry gets up and sits down in the corner. Reggie Jackson takes his chair and rolls it over to Darnell Mayberry and says, sit in my chair, Darnell. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Delighted to talk to Darnell Mayberry. His ears must have been burning after hearing Barry Trammell's story yesterday. And he joins us now on The Score Hotline, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Darnell, good morning. How are you? Doing well, gentlemen. How are you? Well, you know, we talked to Barry yesterday because we were discussing this idea that if there's a buyout, uh, do you bring in a guy who is in, in the back end, but, you know, a guy that has had a pretty good career, a guy that will bring it every night, that will compete, and that's one of the issues that seems to be missing here with this Bulls team and the idea that Billy Donovan uh, complemented the way that uh, – the way that Russ kind of is ready to go and always ready to play, it, it almost served as an indictment on this team. Listening to that, what uh, what was your take? What is your take about him, and uh, and how do you feel about that possibility of reuniting with him? I mean, it can't hurt the Bulls at this point. You're right; they they look like a lifeless team. Uh, they come out uh, even when they come out strong, like they did. Uh, at Indiana last night, they get a 24-point lead. And, and I even saw some people on social media kind of predicting that they were going to blow that 24-point oh. lead. And that's where it is at this point. It's become a predictable product. And it's not an indictment. I mean, uh, it doesn't seem like an indictment. It is an indictment, not because of Billy Donovan's words in, in describing Russell Westbrook, but because of this team's play on the floor. So, Darnell, why would Russell Westbrook want to come to the Bulls under these circumstances because they are so bad? And second to that, as Barry alluded to, you have a history. What would they be getting in his personality? Well, they are going to get someone who is fearless, who is uh, who has relentless energy um, and intensity, and few compete uh, harder than he does, and and just plays all out, uh, a dang there at all times. So. That's what the Bulls need, and that's my memories from Russell Westbrook. I mean, he is—he was an Iron Man when uh, when I covered him in Oklahoma City. He rarely missed a game before those knee surgeries began, and and he's getting back to that level of health and durability now. So, uh, which is impressive at what is he, 34 years old, something right. like that. So, uh, you know, I I think the Bulls could use him just from the intensity standpoint. Obviously, the fit on the court with his shooting and turnovers are a huge problem, and Billy Donovan addressed that with us this week, uh, talking about the fit. But what else are the Bulls going to do that can try to lift them out of where they are now? 
And, and apparently Adrian, Adrian Wojnarski has reported that the Bulls are the front runner uh, to, to land him and that he has been given permission to to talk to them by the Utah Jazz. So this might not be that far away. Um, John Wall's been mentioned. Uh, we know Patrick Beverly is from here. He's been mentioned. Just just this idea that they could use some help at the point guard position. And, and I got to tell you, I, I don't know who was responsible for it, but as I watched that game uh, kind of half asleep last night, their perimeter defense was so god-awful. I mean, I, Buddy Heald was knocking down shot after shot, wide open, absolutely wide open threes. Yeah, and, and that's not something that Russell Westbrook will help with. He's, he plays <laughs> his butt off, but not defensively at all times. And, uh, you know, that, that's where the frustrating, uh, one of the frustrating areas of Russell Westbrook's game will be if he steps on this Bulls team. But, you know, a lot of people ask that same question of why would he be interested because the Bulls are so bad. I mean, Russell Westbrook, let's not forget, is a player who uh, has a a reputation for being a little bit of a stat patter who wants to play his way. Uh, and on this Bulls team, with uh, in where they are in the standings, relative to the Clippers and the Heat, you would think that the Bulls would offer him a lot more opportunity to come in and play his his style of play, his preferred style of play, and, and sort of his way, as opposed to being able having to fit in to a system in the Clippers where they've already got stars and, 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 a, play, and a team in place and plan in place, and, and the Heat where they have championship uh, aspirations. So, yeah, it would be nice if you're Russell Westbrook to land on one of those teams, but do those teams want to disrupt what they're doing, whereas the Bulls, you have familiarity with Billy Donovan. Let's not forget, Mo Cheeks was also an assistant coach down in Oklahoma City for Russ, with Russell Westbrook for years as well. So there's a lot of familiarity here, and I think he would come in knowing exactly what his role would be on the Bulls. And you're here. Maybe he'll give you his chair this time. <laughs> you know? so, I don't think I'm an asset in this case, gentlemen. So, so Darnell, 24 <laughs> games left, and I think you've been covering the NBA long enough to know that if the Bulls – aren't in the playoffs at the end of this season, contract extension or not, Billy Donovan's job status will be a point of discussion. I wonder, as you view this moving forward, if they, if this trend continues and they are on the outside looking in, whose job in the offseason is more tenuous? Is it Billy Donovan's or is AK at some point going to start to feel the, that pressure on his seat? I don't think we're going to see any pressure on anyone at the end of this season. I mean, they gave him an extension, Billy Donovan, for a reason. They love the approach that he brings, uh, his day-to-day consistency uh, and his demeanor <clears throat> and the way he delivers his message uh, and, and really just the, the professionalism that he's brought to this franchise, uh, even if the results aren't where they would like them to be. So I don't see any pressure on him. AK, uh, I definitely don't see any pressure on. So it's up to them to figure out how they're going to get out of this. And that was what, to me, was most disappointing at the trade deadline was that was an opportunity to pick a direction, either you're going to be the buyer that you said you were going to be. If you couldn't get that done, why not pivot and become a seller uh, and try to get something for, for the assets that you do have since it's not working now. And just to stay stay put, that just made no sense to me. And, uh, and it's going to put enormous pressure on them this summer. And, and, you know, you look at a guy like Vooch, he's out of contract, right? Does, that, right. does not moving him mean they're going to extend him? I, I don't know how to read it. I think they're going to try. The thing is, is does Vuce want to be here? And 
do they genuinely feel that he can help them get to where they want to go? We've talked ad nauseum about his defensive shortcomings. Uh, we've talked about his shooting um, um, inconsistencies uh, and just being left as, as a sort of forgotten man behind Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan at times. And so, uh, and now not to mention he's getting older and, and you know, the lack of athleticism and shot blocking and, and the defensive ability, you just don't know if you can win with him at a high level. And so if it's an opportunity to get younger, more athletic and some, some defensive uh, presence inside some shot blocking, I think you have to look at that this summer as opposed to automatically re-signing Vucevic. So in the final 24 games, as the Bulls make this sort of desperate attempt to get back into the play-in or the playoffs, what do they need to do? What would you recommend and is, and is adding Russell Westbrook at the top of that list? You know, he would help. And we can look at all of his flaws, his loud deficiencies that we all know about. Uh, but the way that he competes, you will not see blown leads like you've seen. Five times this team has had a lead of at least 16 points wow. only to go on and lose the game. And so – that's a that's a trend, a troubling trend that you just never want to see, and and you just can't call them a, a legitimate playoff contender when you have that type of trend. So Russell Westbrook would obviously fix that. I actually like Patrick Beverly in terms of a fit more, but I think this Bulls team is going to probably go after the name. I mean, we've seen that with them with with Vucevic and DeRozan and Lonzo Ball. So what's to say that they're not going to do that same thing again this time? Well, you just mentioned Lonzo Ball. Um, I would imagine they've talked about over the All-Star break making a final decision. I can't imagine that decision will be anything other than to just say he's out for the year. Is that coming? How quickly does that come? And uh, and does – I mean, I, you know, I don't even know about his future in the game. I, I, he's a young lad, but goodness gracious. It, it doesn't sound good for this season, for sure. I'm um, not ready to say anything about his future, even though, you know, those questions are circling among the fan base already. The the thing is, he's nowhere close. I mean, he's not with the team. He's not on the court at practices, at shoot-arounds. He's, with 24 games left, there's no point. And uh, ruling him out at this point seems like only a formality. Yeah. Uh, I expect to, to hear it any day now uh, with this all-star break coming after tonight's game. Darnell, do you think it's a foregone conclusion that DeMar DeRozan's not going to play in the All-Star game? Or do, we, do we know any clarity there yet? You know, it's going to be interesting to see if he's able to play tonight. There was a rule uh, in the NBA a while for a while that if you didn't play in the, the last game before the All-Star break, you weren't eligible to play uh, in the game itself. Um, and so I don't know if that's still a rule, but if it is, I would expect to see DeMar DeRozan try to give it a go tonight. Um, but, you know, they need to rest him uh, as much as they can, and this is an opportunity to do that with uh, another night off tonight potentially and going uh, into a week-long break. So uh, if they don't get him healthy, Javante Green, Derek Jones, I mean, they got a lot of injuries right now uh, that they need to get healthy. I mean, that's the biggest thing. If they, if they can get just those guys back, excluding Lonzo Ball, I mean, they have a chance to put some pressure on those teams in the six, seven, eight, nine range. But until they get healthy, I don't think they have a shot. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I I hope DeMar DeRozan doesn't play. In the, I, I think just from a selfish perspective, I, he seems to love those big yeah. moments and seems to love to be a part of it. But goodness gracious, you know, it, it is uh, 
that's a that's a tough injury to have, and he's a guy that plays through everything. The very fact that he was out is disturbing, and and you worry that um, you know. Look, we know how good Milwaukee is, and the Bulls have had some good games against them, but it it seems like a fait accompli at this point that they're going into the All Star break on a six game losing streak because they're stepping up in class tonight, even if they're at home. Yeah, and Milwaukee remembers what the Bulls have done, and now that they are shorthanded, uh, potentially really shorthanded if they don't have DeRozan, right. uh, it's going to be tough. You need to see Zach Levine, I think, uh, step up in the fourth quarter. I mean, he played a, a really gr- great game last night until mm-hmm. it was winning time, and, and that's sort of been a trend for Levine this season. You want to see him really uh, step it up when, when the game matters and, and be able to take one and win it. Darnell, thanks a ton. Great catching up with you. Really appreciate your time. Good stuff. I appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. That's Darnell Mayberry from The Athletic. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.